Good to go. Yep. So this is I've been waiting I've waiting for this forever. This is Matt oh, and Chris like and fucking Rob Duran from Almost Home. This is the the mix with the local fix. Uh, nonprofit organization going to small businesses, earning money for other small businesses and other events and things like that. Awesome. We have been so excited to talk to you forever for a thousand reasons, right? <laughs> I, uh, me and Matt, basically, you, you call this place almost home. It's almost like our home. Like yeah. we're it's literally almost home for me. I live down the street. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, I think Matt, you're like one of the first people that came here. I think you're yeah. opening day. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, because because living down the street for pretty much my entire life here, I passed uh, what was it Sunrise Deli? Is that what it Sunnyside. Sunnyside. Sunnyside, yeah. Yep. Passed it for, for years. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to introduce or interrupt the... Uh, no, 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 you're good. No, that's exactly, this is, good. We're this in, is exactly yeah. how it's going to yeah. go. No, we're we're in, in. As yeah. long as we said the name of the show and move see, on. See, we, yeah. just, we just went from a, a very... Uh, well, I have two different outfits on, but it's, it's, I'll, I'll break some news to you guys. Uh, I did two podcasts today. No big deal. Already uh, two? Yeah, nice. no big deal. But uh, So I went from a, a growth and, and probably... Uh, Self-help podcast. So now I'm like, it's the boys. Right? That's it. Yeah. That's, yeah. 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 We're, we're talking. We're, that's more our speed. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you'll grow and you'll change and you'll learn and we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll all be better in 45 right. minutes. So no, good. but so for me, like coming here was just, you know, passing the, the old sunny side daily all the time. I must have went in twice in my entire life. Yeah. I was like, yeah, got a cup of coffee. Not really anything, you know, pick us eggs, some milk, whatever. But like in Lincroft, you know. There's no place to, like, really eat, you know, in Lincroft. There's Atilio's. I've gotten dozens of slices and pies from Atilio's. Joyce's for my subs, yep. like, whatever. But there's no place to, like, go and get, like, a Pat's good breakfast. Pat's Mark. Uh, right, exactly. I like Pat's. Yeah. There was never a place, though, in Lincroft to get, like, a banging breakfast. And breakfast is my favorite meal yeah, of the day. It. And I saw this place opening, and, like, yeah, day one, I was here. <laughs> well, it, it took me a little while after the fact, growing up in, like, in Hoboken or around, you know, in the suburbs of it. Sunday is, like, the day. Sunday, you get up, and, like, you need something. Yeah, you get furies. That. That's it. You need something. Yeah, you get, you know, a, like, get your fresh moots uh, and, and uh, it, whatever the, 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 the think, Thursdays and Saturdays, fucking, you know, with the hot sandwich. Yep, the roast beefs on uh, Thursday. Uh, I think. Yeah, Thursday and Saturdays. Oh, so and Saturday. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. right, lying around the block. So finding a place like this within my arm's reach to be like, hey man, going in, picking up this and that is exactly what we're looking for. And, and that's what it, and that's what it is. I mean, it, it's so funny that everyone says that to me because that's truly what I tried to build. And and. I had the vision, and my partner had the vision from day one, but it was so funny. When we were opening this place, I'll, I'll never forget this. And, and the landlord, I doubt he'll listen to this podcast ever. <laughs> we have our indifferences. Um, yeah. But one of our biggest indifferences was because before we opened, I remember he would come in all the fucking time and bother me. Can I curse? This? Yeah. Huh? Um, <laughs> so it's part of my language. All so right. I, I don't say, I, don't, I never curse with aggression. So he's a part of, uh, <laughs> like the Gary V cursing, like just yeah. to, Elaborate and tell the story more. We're both Italians. Uh, so it's, okay, it's, cool. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, but I remember him coming in and just like questioning everything I did to the point where, like, I remember the one day we had just finished the, the wall paint, uh, the, the wood walls, and I was building the green wall. And he was like, Well, how much are you spending on this? And I was like, Ah, oh, you know, I got a few dollars invested. He's like, Well, Robbie, I don't want you to forget your market. Your market's, you know, it's kind of that. That blue collar landscaper. I looked at him. I said, "I said here." I said, "I said, I said, Robert." I said, "I don't know where the fuck you've been the past five years." I go, "My clientele, which I still want them to be, isn't the landscapers. I, they come in, but yeah. but my clientele isn't them. My clientele is who's hiring them. Yeah, yeah. The two hundred million dollars of homes down the street. Yeah. I go, I know who I'm trying to reach. I go, I think I have a pretty good idea of of my. <laughs> he said the Dude, he because well, because <laughs> market to the lanes. Well, because he was like, he's like, well, just remember, like, you, you gotta sell your butter rolls and this and that. I said, I'm selling fourteen dollar avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I said, and I, and I go, I go, and I'm going to sell oat lattes, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do everything right, you know. But I, I think I have an idea of, of of how this, you know, because that's the issue, and that's what's, you know, I have court tomorrow, so I have court tomorrow with the town, and that's not for this podcast, you know. We've gone back and forth. Um, we'll go into I don't know what we're going into in this podcast of whatever what you guys want. Yeah, know. Yeah, that's um, we'll ask you a couple of questions, but this is exactly what it is. Yeah, I'm but, interested um, in you going to court yeah, tomorrow because yeah, we followed that story from when you moved in and took over and the outside seating in the park. Yeah, we I mean, listen, all that. I am. I you know I've said to them I am not a perfect human. Yeah, you know I am somebody that that um, cares deeply about the product that I put out, and that's just because I stand in front of it twenty four seven. And that shows. Uh, when people see Almost Home, they see me. So, you know, I have two other partners. My two other partners are silent partners. I mean, not really. You, they know they own the Giannis and Lupo. Yeah. They're amazing partners, but they, no one knows who the hell they are. Right. Like, I could put them in a lineup and people would have no idea. Who they <laughs> but that's, that's what they like. I'm the opposite. They brought me in because I think the entire food culture of New Jersey and even the country has changed to where... You support people that you can relate to, that you know that there's a face to. You know, look at this area especially. You know, Nettie's House of Spaghetti, you know Chris Calabrese. Yep. Tommy at the block, you know Thomas. Was there yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, you Gabriella's, you have Frankie Brusco. Yeah. Yep. You know, Over Easy, you have, you know, Brusco or you have Kosa and Dimitri, you have the Greeks. Angelica's Angelica. You, all these places I'm naming are so successful in what they do because you know them. Yeah, and 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 maybe you don't know them. Like you know, you guys really don't know me, but you do. Yeah, but like we, and like, that's the weird relationship that yeah, we have. The same like ten to twelve places that like Chris and I frequent all the time. A couple of which you just mentioned. Part of the reason that we do is not just because the food is amazing, the atmosphere is amazing. I go and I talk to people that Absolutely. I know that work there or the owners every time, whether yeah. it's just the servers or the hostess or the owners. Like, and they're all super friendly and they're all super nice. It's yeah. part of the reason why we get do. a connection. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. It's just it makes you feel like. And oh, it's like listen, <laughs> like I don't know if we're gonna be inviting each other to each other's birthday parties right. or coming to my fucking wedding but I mean at the end of the day like you have some kind of connection with me and therefore you'll support me or you know what you'll keep coming here until something whatever they're gonna be breakups it doesn't matter we're not going to that but he's <laughs> breaking up with us yeah. oh, no, no, no. no he brought us out to dinner in a recognizable no, place but, in front of a camera you don't have how, how, how blessed and grateful I am where I have people come in like oh you're Robbie and I'm like, yeah, how are you? And they're like, oh, we, I've been following you for years. Like the kid that was sitting here before, he's been trying, you know, and, and, and listen, time hasn't worked out. And, 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 I, and you've been trying. And it's not out of like my egos. Like, and that's there's a, there's a misconception all the time. Like people see me because I'm tall and this and that. And I think I'm some like <laughs> asshole. And I'm Recognizable like, front man. That's yeah. yeah. And, but, but they're the first person to automatically think without knowing who I am. If you ever just sit down with me, you're like, oh, dude, that dude's the realest person in the world. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, you know. I speak the truth, whether you like it or you hate it. Like I, I told him at 33 years old, I'm not in this business to make friends. Okay. If you want to be my friend, I would love it. But I'm not, if you don't, I'm, I'm okay. I'm not losing sleep. That's it. You got to learn to divide. I mean, business is business. And, yeah. this and, that. and when we were trying to put this together, it, it, took, it took a little time. It took. But nobody was diving down each other's throat. When no. you could get back to me, you did. Like, and I came here for Valentine's Day. I came here for fucking Valentine's Day and had a fucking awesome meal. I had yeah. a fucking great time. No. And then when you were ready, you texted me what dates. We put the dates out there, got yeah. it together, and that was it. And I, and I think that's how the world works. I think, I think it really does. They, the world puts opportunities in, in front of you at certain times, and sometimes it's not right. But a lot of times I've learned that when you don't push things, it actually makes it better. 
Mm-hmm. Patience, um, man. Patience you, is a virtue, man. It, it is. Because I don't like being pushed. I'm one of those people. I'm like, like I'm not ignoring you on purpose. Like, if, if I got stuff to do, I got stuff to do, I will get back to you. Like, you know, and then people, when people push me, that's what irritates me. But you know what, though? When you're pushed, it's like you're, it's like, it's like you're forcing something that isn't natural. Right, exactly. And it's like, you know what? Like, if I was sitting here like, oh, I have to do this? Look, well, then if, now I'm like, okay. All right, let's get through this. Let's uh-huh. let's get through yep. five minutes. You know, th- all right, forty-five minutes. Okay, forty-five minutes. Yeah. Let me fix my time watch. starts <laughs> now. Okay, Nico, forty-five minutes. But now it's like okay, with the boys, like, I'm 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 at your, like I want to be here. You know, I want to be here. Now let's talk this through. But yeah, so going back to where I go before I, I'm all over the place. I've ADD. Perfect. Um, this is like just that's like that's us, right. man. Yeah. Listen yeah. to a taco Tuesday uh, yeah. podcast. This, this, this ain't sixty minutes, man. We're just here talking and having a yeah, good so time. That's all it is. <laughs> is there vodka in this? But as you put it there. Um, but no, I, I think that's what I think that's what changed. It. And like I was going back to the point where I stand so proudly in front of this place um, because of how much money I've put into it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think I think it is um, become more than just what was here. Uh, not just a deli, not just a coffee shop, but a place that truly brings people together. I think that when you walk in, uh, it could be your first time or your tenth time. I think there is a weird energy in this place. Whether it's home, whether it's comfort, whether it's, you know, just happiness. When you come in, like, you're like, I want to come back. Yeah. And or, or and, and I tell listen, we don't do anything fucking special. It's eggs and bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But, yeah. but, but there's something about the story that goes with the eggs and bacon, the decor, the vibe, your server, the smile, the whole picture. It just makes an amazing product yeah no i couldn't agree more i mean like you, you're talking about like the servers too that was one of the first things i noticed when i came here they're all great and, you know yeah. I've, I've been all here enough that i think i've had every server yeah. you know wait on wait on me at least at least one time and they're yeah they're firing anybody yeah they're, they're all so pleasant and so nice and the, the i think my favorite thing about it is like again i come back like they recognize me like they they remember me you yeah. know like and, it, and it's a great feeling it's <laughs> a huge thing and 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 that's what and that's what my background is so my background real quick i'll, I'll go a quick detail I'm never in the food industry. Uh, played really? football never before this. No, played football in college. Uh, played football in college. Got out of college. Worked for a vodka company. So it was called Devotion Vodka. We were sugar-free, gluten-free vodka. Um, I met my boss and CEO at Gold's Gym in Long Branch. <laughs> I was spotting him. He was. A, he's a monster. I'll actually put up a, show you a picture now so you can see how big he is. Because <laughs> um, you're gonna be like, all right, Robbie, you can say he's a monster. He is a. <laughs> uh, Absolute monster. Wait, so so, that, so that's how you initially made the connection to get that job? You met him at the gym? Good Lord. Yeah, so that's him now at... Uh, he looks like the Hulk. Yeah, he is. Jesus. Hulk. Yeah, Jesus. so I was spotting him, so... <laughs> he needs a spotter? <laughs> it was... I don't think he needs one. Yeah, it's, it was... It was I think He's it, probably I, fine, that guy. I think I think he was, like, benching when I, when I like, leg press. But, but, uh, but yeah, oh, but anyway... Um, and uh, I remember I asked him. I was like, I was like, I was like, you gotta be an ex NFL player. But whatever. We started talking, and I was like, what do you do? He's like, yeah. oh, I own a vodka company. I'm like, oh, what kind of vodka? He's like, a sugar free, gluten free vodka. So me playing football in college, I played football down at FIU in Miami. My roommate was T. Y. Hilton. Oh, so, shit. Um, oh, wow. Not, That's a, cool. not a bad roommate uh, playing football with. Um, but Jeremy Shockey, um, a lot of the Miami tight end community was very close. So I basically said to him, I was like, I was like, hey, I was like, if you have this vodka, like I could put it in some athletes' hands who might want a healthier vodka. Yeah, right. Done. Do it. So he gave me some bottles. I brought it out. Whatever. We started talking. Push came the shove. 
A few months later, he was looking for his first employee. Well, let me call up this kid, Robbie. He's a 21-year-old kid, go-looking, had a personal came up to me. I, was, I kept following up with him, like, hey, what's going on with it? What's going on with it? So I got I was the first employee ever hired at a sales position. Um, started with Jersey Sales. So took over. We were doing, I think, like 40 to 50 grand maybe for the year. Not very small. Right. Startup, you know. Yeah. It's, it's not as hard. Yeah. Uh, and then I, when I did that for nine years, I went from doing that, from being in three states to opening up 48 states. Wow. Uh, had a key accounts. Um, we built New York City alone to a $12 million market. We were doing close to $30 million nationwide. Uh, we were the fastest growing brand three years in, three or four years in a row. Um, one of the only few Vox companies to do that besides Tito's. Yeah. Um, and we hit truly the gluten-free market when that was becoming a thing. Yeah. So Tito's kind of like, Tito's American-made gluten-free was coming in. Bethany Frankel came out with that skinny girl vodka. We were like, we followed it up. We're like, okay, we're gluten-free, we're American-made, and we got no sugar. Right. What That's now? It. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, and we came out with flavors, and that was kind of our piggyback. We were like, okay, Tito's, you're our big brother. You take over the regular vodka. If they want a sugar-free, gluten-free flavored vodka, Use yeah. us. That's it. And we did really well. And um, and that's where I, you know, I began networking and I began doing what I do strong. And, and I did all the marketing and branding. And and I learned a lot of things from my boss. Um, before he did the vodka, he owned a nightclub called Polyesters and Culture Club. <laughs> so Polyesters, if you guys are old, I don't know how old you are. 36. Yeah, I'm yeah. So Polyesters was like an 80s themed uh, spot. There was like, he owned like 30 nightclubs across the country. Um, so there was one in Vegas, which actually like the Brady Bunch bus was like in the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> so it's like, like my parents used to go. Like, they didn't know Polyesters. Um, but yeah, so he just like really helped groom me into how to use my competitive athlete mindset into sales. And like, he just said, listen, like people have to like you, you know, Vodka's fucking Vodka, Robbie. Mm -hmm. Like what's the difference between you and Sveka? They know you, they want to hang out with you. So if they're going to hang out with you, drink your Vodka. <laughs> so, and that's what I did. So I went to all the best places in New York city, whether it was one Oak or, or bounce or Ainsworth, um, all these bars. And I made the managers or the owners like me, and that's how I grew the brand, that's just awesome. based off them liking me. And and I remember my biggest account in New Jersey was Paradise, the gay bar in yeah, Asbury Park. Really, yeah, wow. And I went in there one day because the owner, um, it was CJ was the old manager and, and JoJo, um, but the owner was in there and he, uh, he like looked at me and he's like, will you come back Sunday? I was like, yeah. He's like, will you take your shirt off? I was like, I'll take my pants off. How many, cases, <laughs> yes, are, yes, I how will. many cases are we buying? <laughs> how many can I put you down for? So fucking, so I would go there. I swear on my fucking life. I would go there. I'm completely straight. I have a girlfriend. Um, but I'm open. I am. I believe in people have their choices. And um, I went there and I would drink with a bunch of gay people. Right. And <laughs> I had the best time of my life. People are people, man. They, yeah. they need to drink. Everybody needs to drink. So it's so great. So it was, so that, so that's, became my biggest account and and that was that's a true story of like how i was really like i was like sales like i i like i didn't care like i wanted to sale i wanted i wanted to get numbers so we grew and then long story short i got out of that um got out of that went to traveling for a while uh traveled through asia for six months lived all over asia thailand vietnam singapore malaysia indonesia um and then my whole thing at some point was i wanted to get back into the service industry yeah 
Um, and, and, but my thing was nothing night. I didn't want nightlife. I don't want to be involved with alcohol. I don't want the liability. I don't want the headaches. I don't like adding beverages to anything. I believe it. It's just, I was, I saw so much darkness in those years that were great years, but there's so much darkness in the nightlife industry. I just it's didn't a whole different world. It's, it's different. It. Yeah. And it's just, it's tiring. And I'm just like, at my point in my life, I'm just over it. Yeah. I owned a DJ company for ten years. Yes. So every every weekend, every day, every every night. Yes. Every, and then then having a day job, like yes. you, you see it, like it's you see tiring. It. Yeah. Oh, Dre, and where's it's, and it's and it's, it's a, a, a revolving door. Yeah. And you and and it it's, opens you up to a thousand other things that normally wouldn't be there, yeah. and then they're there, and then you know it's it's it it, it doesn't really end up you know anywhere yeah. you want it to. So. Exactly. So, so that's a huge move, though. That's that's huge. Yeah. Like, so th- seeing it and pivoting away from it is big. Yeah, I, I think I knew that it opened up certain doors to me, and I think I, I was blessed to have a few mentors that kind of were in that space that I was in, and they walked out, and I saw that, that, that what they did didn't define them but helped create different paths of where they can go next. Yeah. So that's that good was, that you recognize that. A lot of people don't recognize that. Everything this guy says age, is a poster. Yeah. I'm going to make a poster yeah. out of everything yeah. you fucking I always, say. I was telling fucking Nico, was, this is actually my second podcast in my life. The first one was the one that an hour before you. Everything that's you awesome. say, I'm going to put in a frame. I'm going to put on a wall. I know. We're going to put it right above a revolving door. This yeah. revolving door doesn't yeah. define it's you. Just like, it's just like it's like Hulk Hogan. Like What was Hulk Hogan's quotes? Like, say your prayers, eat your vegetables. Uh, so like that. It's going to be like Rocky. And then it's going to be just Duran. With like a cinnamon roll, like <laughs> the cinnamon roll. One of my one-liners behind the nightlife there. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. No. no, it doesn't. You can, you. you can have, you have to um, balance. You have to have balance, and I, and I had none. I was in my twenties, dude. I, I fucking, yeah. I was somebody like I told the guy before me. My job, especially, is a job that. What did you do for me today? Mm-hmm. What did you do for me yesterday? Oh, you weren't here today. Okay, the yesterday doesn't matter. Yeah. So every place that I had relationships with, I had to go every week because as soon as I wasn't in their vision, it was okay. Okay, we got three olives. Oh, you come to the table. What are you offering me? Oh, you got a check today? Okay, you know what? I like you more than Robbie today and then I lost that business and then I wouldn't get back to the table until three olives left yep, the fucking exactly. table. So it was like, it's very, it's very, very, There's, I mean, it's like most things. It's there's juggling. N- there's on no a, loyalty. Enormous sc- yeah. Yeah. Like if what, you drop you, a ball, what are you doing to me? Picking yeah. it up is impossible. Yeah, yeah. you could. It's... I could be the best friend of yours for ten years, and then all it takes is something like this. And it's like you know, you forgot what I did nine years ago. Exactly. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. But yeah, so I did that. So I traveled, and then that's kind of where almost home came about. Almost home. The co- coffee culture in Asia is very, very similar to what I hope to build here. Um, oh, so that's kind of where you first got the idea from? Yeah, I mean, coffee culture in no Asia, it's, it's just, coffee culture in Asia is very, it's its how can we sit down, how can we talk, how can we put our phone down, and how can we be present? Now, did you go there, like, with the idea to follow coffee culture? No, or did you I just would, go, like, I'm going to Asia! Dude, I, I, I was supposed to go there for six days, I stayed for six months. I had a fucking backpack with three white tees, a pair of shorts, a boxer's, Bathing suit, sandals, and a sweatshirt. Did you go on your own. I went on my. I went met with a buddy there in Bangkok. We were, I was listening to Bangkok for six days, and then six days came up. I was like, you know, you know what? Let's do six more. Yeah, let's do six more. <laughs> and then six more came up, and I kept going and traveling and meeting new people and following that person somewhere else. And that's kind of how backpackers work. That's right. I had yeah. no idea that Asia had a coffee culture like that, dude. It's insane. So uh, Australia's number one, right? Um, 
the Asian coffee culture is huge. Like Thailand, Vietnam, like Vietnamese coffee is huge. In Bali, though, it's it's that health like yeah yeah, yeah like eat pray love like coffee right. shop vibe. So you go in, you put your phone down, you talk, and you like you meet people, you eat really good food, but it's more of a, a longer. You're here for an hour, right? Um, so you know, so that's where and the best part of and that's what I would go because I would go to these countries, these cities, or or anywhere, and I wouldn't know anybody. So I'd go to a coffee shop and, you know, ask questions or, or just want to talk to somebody. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like where I got the idea of coming to a coffee shop. And then I kind of traveled more and more and more. And then six months later, uh, uh, COVID hit. Um, so COVID hit. And then my mom was like, oh, come back to America. It's safe. Came- <laughs> <laughs> It'll probably be fine. And then, uh, You'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And I remember I was I was flying back. I flew from Indonesia, from Bali, from Danaspar to Japan. I remember I walked out and saw like people in radioactive suits. I'm like, what the hell is about to go on? <laughs> then I landed I landed in Newark and I was going through customs and there was no I think like the first case maybe it just right. hit. And then I was in Jersey City and I remember another case hit and then another case and I was like it's 40 degrees inside. I was like, I'm not fucking stuck inside. So then, yeah. I, so I'd met, I'd met a female in Vietnam, um, who lived in Tampa. We had spent the month together and became very, very close. Um, I was training. I was in very good shape. I was sober at the time. So I was the best shape of my life training for an Ironman actually. And nice. she was like, Hey, why don't you come down to, uh, Asia and, or come down to, uh, Tampa. Tampa. Um, I was listening. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Come down. I was, gonna, I was gonna. I was gonna let it go. Let it go. Come yeah, down yeah, yeah. to Asia. No, no, no. Come down Which to Florida. Part of Asia. Come down to Florida and just uh, and get away from the city and, and and you know if you're gonna quarantine, quarantine here. I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. So I I booked a, a house for um, in Siesta Key and literally I landed on like a Monday or Tuesday. The next day, the governor of Florida, whoever had that control put a bill into place that no Airbnbs could kick out their tenants. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Wow. So the guy called I me. I totally missed that. Yeah. So the guy called. So it was all right. Same thing. Well, yeah. Rent, yeah. you couldn't get. You can't. You can't. You couldn't that's get right. That's right. Evicted. Yeah. It was all. It was Mortgages. Every, you can't. You can't right. foreclose. Mortgage, you can't do anything. Uh, student loans. It was, yeah. Whatever that Whatever that happened, happened like quick. Yep. Yeah. So the guy <laughs> didn't live in Florida, but he called me. He's like, hey, dude, like, you just got there like. Are you a good guy? I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like yeah. I was like, 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 I don't yeah. like doing a background check. Like, you just like, you tell me if you're a criminal, right? No, but he was like, he was like, he was like, listen, he's like, I legally can't kick you out now. He's like, <laughs> just don't kill anybody. Okay? <laughs> you're not, you're not destroying my house. And this place, this place was like a four bedroom house, one one block from the beach. Oh my God. I had my own pool. I had my own gardener. I had my own pool person. I had a maid come once a week. That's awesome. So he was like, listen, like. Give me an offer of like what you want to pay and like how I was, I was like I'm staying open ended. I was yeah. like, give me an offer. So I told him I was like I was like I want to pay you know three hundred fifty bucks a week. He's like done. Three hundred fifty bucks a week. Three hundred fifty bucks a week. I can't get out of here. So Butler service. Uh, yeah, right. Walk from the beach. You go. You go now. It's two grand a week. Yeah. Like, so I, oh, did that place now? I'm not even lying. To you, it would probably be two grand a week. Oh Somewhere. god. So I went there. Ridiculous. So he like basically he like. I told him, I go, listen, I'm only using one of the four rooms. I'm using one bathroom. I can clean my own towels. <laughs> I am ordering, like, I'm eating healthy at the time. I'm, I'm eating grilled chicken and veggies. Like, you know, like, I am, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not partying. I have a, right. a friend visiting every once in a while. I am watching Netflix. I'm doing push-ups, and I am running every day. 
Like, like, like truthfully, like, like, like I'm I am your ideal yeah. person Please that can get stuck here. Please don't shut the internet off. It will be really I bad just love the combination of I'm watching Netflix and doing bus drops. <laughs> no, I swear, and reading books. I'd read a chapter and do 20 push-ups all day. It's, awesome. it, was, it was fucking That's crazy. Great. It was fucking crazy. I was doing 1,500 push-ups a day. Good Lord. It was fucking wild. Oh, it hurts me just thinking about it. Yeah. All right. Oh, Jesus. 200. Yep. So I, so I did that. So, yeah, so I stayed there. And then um, I had been talking to my partner who owns all the Gianni's pizzerias, who's my best friend, Andrew. Um, and he was – we were actively looking for a coffee shop. Yeah. He knew that I wanted to get involved. So he is kind of at the point in his life where he's – have been an amazing business that has great roots in this community. And he's just kind of done with it. Not done with, you know, but he... He's looking for the next project. Next project. Like, what Gianni's has done is they're a pizza factory. And they're a very well-oiled machine. And they supply a lot of pizzas to a lot of people. But he wanted to get something with more of a personality to it. A place that he could bring his family to, sit down, enjoy, that is a concept that isn't just showing out chicken vodka wraps every minute can you also minute. talk to Kevin Smith to get him to do a full-time movies here? Because, like, that was... We could, we could, that pop-up is fucking... We, we, could, we could talk to Kevin. Absolutely. We might... We might. I'm hoping Kevin... He said he was going to visit here one day. He never did a fucking liar, Kevin. <laughs> now we got to tag him. Yeah. We got to tag him. Uh, yeah. Tag him. Yeah. Kevin, I'm what the fuck, him. Kevin? Yeah. You told me you were coming here. Um, you let us know when he comes back. We'll put him right here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got... I'm going to call Ming and tell him. Like, I got a crazy... That. Kevin's... Kev, Sidetrack real quick. Sorry, I apologize. Yeah, no, go. Let's do uh, it. My <laughs> high school... Or no, my not high school. My younger kindergarten to like fourth grade babysitter was Kevin Smith's first kiss. <laughs> so if you watch, if you watch Clerks, awesome. there's a, there's a scene she's in Clerks uh, where she's sitting outside of a, a, a video store and the guy's late showing up and he, she's like, he's like, oh, like, what are you doing? He's like, she's like, oh, I want that fucking movie in the window, and he's like, well, that's the movie I want, and she's like, well, I've been waiting here all fucking day, like that's mine. And he's like, I'll bet you 20 bucks. And then he opens the door and she's like fucking pissed and it's mm-hmm. him. But that's, so that was his first kiss ever. So we have a weird connection, me and Kevin. Um, <laughs> that's her, amazing. Those are yeah. the best though, like, right? There, you, like, yeah. you, you know, like the inside, inside, inside. He'll, he'll bring it up all the time. Her name is Betsy Curtis. And he'll yep. say, he'll say, uh, he'll say, Betsy Curtis is, uh, you know, who she may be. I'm like, yeah, that's me, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so to go back. So yeah, so got Florida. So. Uh, had a few misleads um, or for leads that didn't work out. We're going to go to Atlantic City or Atlantic yeah. Highlands first. Atlantic Highlands didn't work out. Then looked in Fairhaven. Atlantic Fairhaven didn't work out. So my boss's uh, father's sister, my other partner's sister, lives three three houses down. Um, she said Sunnyside Deli was available. He texted me. He called me, I think, like April 1st, April 2nd. I was like, hey, listen, I think we have a spot. And I was like, okay. I was like, how much time do I have? He's like, we, you know, we're closing. We have time, but you need to get back up here. Yeah. Like, we we got to get this going. We think COVID's ending soon. Like, I want to be ready to hit COVID once it ends. I was like, all right. <laughs> so I told him, I'm like, hey, uh, you know, I don't want to fly back. I don't want to bike back. Or I don't want to drive my car back. I, I don't know what to do. And he's like, he's like, you're in great shape. Like, yeah. He's like, I was like, yeah. He's like, why don't you bike back? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, bike back. He's like, it'll be a crazy story. So in the matter of that Second, I hung up. My dad owns Shrewsbury Bicycles in Shrewsbury. Right. Uh, he's owned that for 35 years. I called my dad right away. Um, and I said, Dad, I said, I think about... Ship me a bike. Think about biking <laughs> back from Florida. Is that possible? Like, yeah. I don't fucking know. Like, uh-huh. And he put me on speakerphone, and, and two of the, his employees biked from Florida, or biked from New Jersey to California. So they Damn. said, yeah. They said, they said, we could order everything you need, and I could set you up, and, you know, get it going. That's so the right people in the room, man. Yeah, so that all has... So within a week, I... Uh, Got everything shipped down to me in Florida. 
Um, I was already in the best shape of my life. I was training good. Um, have a lot of friends in the fitness industry. I'm blessed with that. Made calls out to them. They jumped on board with sponsorship. Gave me everything that I could possibly do with support. And then it became like this whole like charity mission that I'm going to raise money. And I thought it was going to be small and this and that. And then a few people got involved to help give exposure to it and blew up. And I ended up raising 25000 I think. That's awesome. Um, and I biked to 1,800 miles in 25 days. 18 days basically straight besides a seven-day bender in Charleston. <laughs> yeah. So Charleston was the only... You gotta recharge, man. It's so, just this black hole. Like, <laughs> Timeline's looking good, and then there's a gap. When I <laughs> say black hole, like... So Charleston. Charleston was the only city that in, in, like, the East Coast that was open for, like, outdoor Anything. beverage drinking with no mat. Like, you could just party there. And Bill Murray owns a bar called Container Bar in Charleston. He sometimes... Uh, bartends at and it was just chaos and I was I mean I was single at the time and I remember I walked in and I that was like amazing yeah you know, like amazing listen we've been in we've the been forest in, gump with the bike trail in the best shape it's of his been, life walks in at bar on Charles it's been locked down I haven't spoken to a girl with a beer in me in years because I was I was sober in Asia didn't really meet that many people out there to hang with so now I'm sitting there and I'm like oh I'm staying for a few days my buddy had a room I was like I was like, yo, I was like, dear Tavi, you got a room? He's like, stay for a week. I was like, done. <laughs> so ended up just getting banged up. And they had this Arnold Palmer drink that I had about 10 a day for three days straight. And then it took four days to get rid of that hangover. And then got back on my bike and did it the whole trip. It's been the worst first in, mile ever. Like I was in, pedaling. Talking about, talking about celebrity bartenders. I was in Manhattan one day down where I used to work in the financial district. Um, like right Right above the financial district in Chelsea, there was this bar. I don't remember the name of it. A little, like, hole-in-the-wall place where we used to go over happy hour a lot. I was in the city buzzing around, walked into this bar for a few drinks, and, like, it was, like, a Sunday afternoon. And the guy behind the bar, I'm sitting there, I'm like, is that fucking Colin Quinn bartending? It was Colin Quinn. He was bartending. He was, like, just doing, like, a guest spot, like, for charity. Yeah. He was bartending, and I'm like... Colin Quinn's gonna serve me a beer. Like I'm just awesome, just sit in this bar and Colin Quinn. Got to ask for something ridiculous, right? Like, yeah. Hey, do you know how to make? Uh, you you know, make a sidecar. Yeah, yeah. Ask for something stupid. Be like, yeah. no. <laughs> See no, what he hands you. Yeah, something you know, what about your double oh seven drink? Yeah. Like, <laughs> stir not shaken, please. Yeah, Two parts this, one part that. See if he does it. <laughs> the best video then is to see him make it. Just to see him reach for the six things that are in the area at the mm-hmm. time and give it. Grenadine, this two count. He's got no idea. Yeah. Be like, yeah, this is the best I can do. He's splashing it everywhere. Or. Or or he's just like straight cocktail Tom Cruise like crushing it. They fucking cocking, he's, he's co- doing the tricks, doing the right? Flare. <laughs> Cocktails and dreams, blink, yeah. blink, yeah. blinkity blink. Like he he's just got whips the out like flipped upside down. Oh, you want this motherfucker? Like here we go. Oh, here I we had go. that once. Okay. I, I'm gonna make it better. Let yeah. me know what you think. Where they, where, they, where they take the pour and they're like this, you know, like as they're pouring away. Yeah. <laughs> pouring out the colored shots. Like goddamn it, you're good at this too. Yeah. Fuck. And then he lights it on fire and throws it. He's like, here you go. Bitch, drink it. <laughs> uh, those are literally the two ways that can go. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be hysterical. So you made it. So you made it back up here on two wheels, and then it was time to yeah, made it back up here. Uh, literally came here the next day, um, and you know we just like from day one we were like, dude, this place has so much potential. Yeah. And uh, and people forget what it looked like before this. Like that's what I laugh. Like everybody. It was like a shack. It was like a. It was a shack. shack. I mean, it was a deli. I mean, there was fridges. You know, the, the old owner wasn't in good health so his health kind of slipped away right his i think he kind of was doing this because it was his whatever they've been here for years been here for years and but you know it like the right side was literally like a graveyard of appliances yep it had like fridges that didn't work an ice machine and this and that you had tables that broken down 
you know, the rolls weren't the freshest of bread. No, no. Um, you know, without trashing anybody, but you know, it's just it's just different. Yeah, yeah. You, it, it's, it's difficult hard, it's to hold up quality when you're not when you're right. not well. It's hard to run right. any kind of business like that. It's like what happened to the people at the at, at, at Lincroft Inn. Like they were just you know 100%. getting old. And Listen, you, you know, do it for twenty years. At some point, yeah. you got to you know all your contacts move on or pass on and yeah. whatever. And then or they, you, you just know, don't give a fuck anymore. That's it. Or right. you don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. At some point, you I just, think it was a mix of two. Yeah. But um, but no. And when we first fucking opened this place, it's so funny because, um. I had all this idea. I'm like, oh, I had so much inspiration. I was in Asia and I was biking up from Florida. I visited all these amazing coffee shops. And I had, it was like, I was like, I want a reading nook corner. I was like, let me build out a bookcase and I want to put a couch in that corner and I want people to be on their laptop. Open the door the first day, 100 people walk in. Yeah. <laughs> My partner was like, okay, those two chairs are getting the fuck out. That couch is going to the garbage. Dude, this place was, this place was packed from day as one. We can. Day one, this place And we was had packed. an hour fucking wait. Yep. And then he said, okay, what can we do? I said, we can add tables outside. So I added eight more seats out in yep. front of my place. So I had two two tops on each side. Those filled up. First weekend, we had an hour wait. Did like 300 covers a day. He's like, what next? I was like, I was like, oh. I was like, well, we have a roof on the front. Let's put a roof on the side and put tables under that. Yep. So, so at the end of the day, we had eighty seats rocking. <laughs> for so breakfast, like we're breakfast and lunch. lunch. And the eighty seats rocking. We went from you know without getting crazy into numbers. Let's just say that what we thought we were going to do in a month, we were doing in a week. Yeah. Well, that's like what I was saying before. You know, like when you're talking about like going back to talk with the clientele, like you know, people. It's it's hard to unless you like live in the community it's hard to like realize that people were dying for something like this place That's to be it. here so the moment that it was here the floodgates were just like open. i think and i think the floodgates opened for a lot of things one of which we talked talked upon i think people i, I mean i'm from rumson so i do yeah. have an amazing i think uh uh fellowship uh, or fellowship or, or friend group or or peers that support me and that you can always count on your friends coming for at least the first month. Uh-huh. Sure. I always tell everybody, like, if you're counting on your friends coming to supply your business overall, like, that won't work out. But the first month, we're good. So I, we knew that. So I had that first hit. But I think what we truly got blessed with was COVID was coming out of its shell. It was breaking open. And what that allowed us to have, it, it broke routines. Yep. So people that maybe went to Turning Point on a Wednesday at 8 a.m. were like, oh, I heard about this place almost home. Let's check it out. And then Nancy and 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 and, and Carol and, and Daryl came in, and they sat down and they're like, "This place is better than Turning Point. Let's, yeah, dude. Let's, let's stay here now on Wednesdays." Dude, hundred percent. And that happens to a lot of places, to a lot of people that were like that had a go-to spot for maybe years and years and years and years that they would never have given us of a shot, but because they were coming out of being in their house for months and weeks and days on end. They were like, you know what? I want to see something new. Yeah. And for me, too, it's, it was like... I want to live. Yeah, like when, when we were... Like when it was... What was it, Like June 15th or whatever it was of 2020 when like outdoor dining first opened up. I, I swear to God, I must have eaten out for breakfast, lunch, and dinner yeah. for like People two wanted whole to go out. months. Like so, I just wanted to go out. And I literally told... Not that this was like a factor. I know you do. I told every single person I knew. I was like, you got to check out this well, thank place. You. And it. now, how many like, how many people do we know that are coming here like yeah, regularly? You like, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I sat outside, so I sat on this side, and that was the day I'll never forget it because you were talking about having to take the tables away. Yeah, and there was whatever situation happened, whatever, whatever, and you were just like, like you were like just all very upset that these tables were going to vanish, yeah. and like everybody that was sitting right here, like, look, they're going to take tables away. Like, we're going to say, yeah, yeah because 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 that's what's crazy is that like even now, like today, you know, we are blessed 
and, and I knock on wood because I, I really am grateful and I, I, I thank people like you that have spread the uh, um, you know the, the of what we do to your to your following and to your community and to this podcast I, I really am so happy to be involved but people don't ask questions they assume things so yep. because like today we have an hour wait you know I have three four tops over here if six four tops come I need a whole flipping of things to happen so yeah. it's, like, it's like an hour and a half wait yeah. well you're an in- incompetent because you could have more four tops outside <laughs> well dude you don't, no shit you don't know what you're talking like, so, about so when the town was yelling at me I, I played the part of dude I've never done this before I had people coming by the masses I want to eat I want to eat so what was I trying to I was trying to feed them Yeah. I didn't I, you know 20 people showed up. I tried to seat 20 people. Right, exactly. I had space on my side. In my head, I'm like, okay, I got space available here. Let me add 20 more seats here. Oh, I got space out front. Let me add 10 seats out front. I didn't know I needed this or that or A or B or... In my head, oh, there's a roof up front. Let me put a roof on the side. Right. I don't know what the hell a building permit is. <laughs> you know? Like, you know, by, like truthfully. <laughs> and But, like, you know, the town saw it as this kid's coming in. He's a, he's a, He's... He's wild. He's 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 this. He's that. He's. I'm like. I just don't. I'm just. Try, yeah. I'm trying to get people because I'm getting yelled at from. Dude, how do you not have more spaces than this? You're this right. busy, kid. What are you stupid? You don't know how to run a fucking business. And it's such bullshit, like that. People in the town, like in the the town governor or not, can't like see this for what it is and be like, hey, people clearly love this. I think they so, do like, now. Yeah. I think I, think, I would hope so. It is. Yeah, after it's months been two of being wrong, years. it's okay yeah. to admit that you're wrong after months. Yeah, two freaking years of constant, you know, business. Like, every every time I drive by this place, it's packed. Like, it is. Do do we? It's awesome. And and. I think it's a, a mix of both. I think one, I think for so many, I think one, the town is is split between progressive people and just people that are used to Lincroft 15 years ago, right, even exactly. five years ago. Yeah. You know, before Bam Hollow was, excuse me, was built up, you know, this yeah. was a country deli right. and a general store for a hundred years. And then Oak Hill Farms are there. No, nothing was yeah. where Oak Hill Farms was nothing. for, for yeah. years. And now so you now have job. this corner that was desolate, yeah. empty, Nobody on it for years and years, decades and decades, and now you have a hot spot. You know, it's 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 a lot of things. It's like it's a perfect storm of why we were busy, but now it's also like everybody wants to take credit. Like oh, like like oh, I I knew that I knew that could like yeah. I, I hear people come in like oh, I you have you you could sell. I'm like dude. It's not as easy as you make it. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. we knew like, you can do it. We had yeah. faith in you. Yeah, like, dude, uh, of you know, like little adversity. I had all to put that on the menu. I had all my neighbors coming here every day. Like we are so excited for you to open. Yeah, Robbie, you're a great kid. Like you, you're gonna help this street. The same neighbors are taking me to court tomorrow. You know, <laughs> it's just like you know which which. Listen, have I messed up? I have. I put 80 seats in a restaurant. I'm supposed to have 24 seats. Like, I'm not, listen, I have no fucking right. mother You pay the fine and move on. What do they want, blood? I no, but, you know, but, you know, and there's things we need to work out. You know, right. parking is an issue. Right. This this street isn't capable of handling the amount of success that we've had in recent weeks and right. months. And yeah. going into summer, it will get back to chaotic. Yeah. So I, I understand, you know, the last thing I need is a, uh, uh, a mom with a stroller gets hit by a car because of traffic that I've caused. I, that is my biggest fear. And, right. and I, I know there's things that need to be addressed, but people commenting and trying to, you know, make it seem like, oh, this kid struck gold, this kid's making so much money, this kid's... I'm like, dude, you don't know the risk that was involved in this. 
Like I was putting and sinking money into a place that people told me that I could only sell buttered biscuits and rolls on. So, you know, when that it's, it's a, it's a lot, very easy for people, the outside to look at me and say, Oh, this and that he's making so much money. He's, he's bothering neighbors. Dude, I just want to be an asset in any way, shape or form. I want to be a part of the community. I want to help Middletown. I want to shine on Lincroft and what go a, deep, a step further. I want to spotlight on local farms. So that is what I got yeah. the most in, in, in my in, in in Indonesia and in Vietnam and in everything tastes good because it's so fresh. And like we said before, yeah. I don't do anything fucking special here. It's eggs and bacon, but it's, it's eggs so from down the street. It's, it's so it's, noticeable. It's so unbelievably noticeable. Everything. Everything is always just friggin' great. Yeah. yeah. And if if people have a question about it, they, I follow you on social media, obviously, how we, how we connected here. Yep. The way that you conduct yourself on social media is exemplary. Every business should see how you do things. Yeah. Every time you get a negative review or something, you tell the person to come in and talk to you. Yeah. Like, you know, it's someone who's... Well, I'm also 6'7", 230, and I'm going to have a conversation. Hey, let's, listen. let's call a spade a spade here. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I've had plenty of people. I'm yeah. like, listen, you want to have a talk to me? Let's sit down and have a talk. Like, yeah. I, see, I, see, but you I, don't you know, say, let's like, stand up and have a talk. So stay, sit down yeah, like yeah, the same yeah. side. So that's nice of you, but that's that's exactly what you need to say. Yeah. Come here, talk to me, let me hear. You know, most people get up from that conversation, and there's a misunderstanding. But yeah. everybody runs to a device and, 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 and puts and, and, and dude, things. Thing, no one's perfect. Like today, I had a customer, two customers walked out um, because one of my waitresses just got sidetracked, didn't see them. They were in a rush and they waited an hour and they sat for 15 minutes. Nobody choked and they walked out. But I got their number right away. I texted them. I said, I'm so sorry this happened. This yeah. isn't this isn't who we are. My, my, my waitress feels embarrassed. You know, how can we fix this? Yeah. And and she said, I appreciate it. My husband's a little pissed, but I, I'm gonna probably take you back up on it. Yeah. So it's the little things in life. Because um, most people don't know, like you were saying before, a lot of people don't know half of what goes into not just like building a place like this, but just running a place like this, right? But, but and everybody thinks they've got it figured out with you. Like, you know, it's like, oh, why can't I sit right there? There's a table open right there. There's probably a reason why you can't sit at that table. You know, like you hear it all the time. Dude, I hear it all the time. And like, I don't think people realize, like, I do put myself out there 24-7 because I stand by my product. Yeah. And I think that's, like, why, you know, it's very easy to attract hate when you're in a successful position. People think they can do what you do because of how well you do it. Yes. You make it look easy, and it looks like it's flawless, and it yeah. looks like it's a machine, and everyone's like, this is easy. Yeah. But it's easy because of what you do. Well, and they don't see the fires that I put out daily. Exactly. You know, they don't see this. They don't see that. Um, they don't see, you know, I still haven't taken a, a dollar from this place. Yeah. You know, I have people like, well, oh, blah, blah. And, you know, I was explaining to the last podcast, like, I'm right now building a brand. And I right. think the difference between building a brand and selling a product is a story behind it. Absolutely. If you have a story, you can build a brand. So right now, I am creating this amazing prologue to hopefully chapters that will have create an amazing book as soon as that story stops is this chance the brand breaks down is the chance that a new product can come in um and right now almost home is you know so we have Lincroft. uh i'm announcing next week or i'll announce here but we'll announce next week i, I opened up a spot in seabright so we'll have seabright uh coffee shop and pastry that'll be our first almost home coffee Ooh. which will have coffee pastries um, we'll have charcuterie. We'll have catering for the beach clubs for the summertime. Nice. Um, we are finalizing a lease uh, to have a bakery in Little Silver. Uh, so that is like we'll be done by Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I could say that because it's going to happen. It's just a matter of the logistics. So we'll have our first bakery. So we'll go truly into everything doing homemade ourselves, which is what we stand by. Everything 
These are all going to fall us. under like the, the, the almost home umbrella. Yeah, so it'll be uh, baked by almost home, almost home coffee, and then this will be the staple almost home general. Awesome. So this is where like basically you come. We have, you know, a jack of all trades, a master of none in one setting, and then my goal is to open up flagship coffee shops that just sell coffee and pastries. You know what I've seen in Rook's model being local is yep. Rook has an amazing model, but Rook just is cold brew. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to bow down and let them do their cold brew. And what I want to do is espresso, you know, unique drinks that change seasonally as well as amazing freshly baked goods that are made by us. Not outsourced to Balthazar, not outsourced. Like, we do everything in-house. Um, I want to control everything from A to Z. Yeah. Um, and, I, and, and, you know, there's so many other stories that we don't have time for that. Maybe I'll jump on another podcast where we'll bullshit more. I, I was going to say, we, we, we could easily do two or three more of these podcasts. <laughs> yeah. this, this was a blast. Yeah. Like, we, we only, like, scratched the surface, I feel like. Nah, I got, I got, story, I I got I stories today, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm blessed. Like, it's it's what every everything I've done has kind of created this story, and I do things. Because being a Mater D, being this face of the brand, you want to – it's like my job to tell stories. Yep. Yeah. Like, I come here, like, I was telling uh, Vin before – like I fucking talk to people all day, yeah. And I and we talk about my travels, or I I, cl- I climbed Kilimanjaro in in over Christmas, and and in that climb to Kilimanjaro when I was summoning, it was a nine hour hike, and it was one of the harder things I've done. Not so much physically, but, you know, biking from Florida I think was physically harder, but you're just in this solitude space of yeah. emptiness. I created like five business plans. Right, yeah. Thing. It's like, okay, yeah. it's all right. What's Almost Home's future? Okay, okay, Robbie, the next step is we need a coffee shop. Right. You need to get into the coffee field. Like here, we have amazing coffee, but because we're so hectic, people don't get coffee from here because they don't want to deal with parking. They don't want to deal with that. So they go to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. So fuck Dunkin' Donuts. How can we take that business? Okay, let's open up a coffee shop where people can fall in love with our lattes, our unique matcha, our homemade strawberry milk, our cereal lattes, the things we do that are different than other coffee shops in this area how can i drive that traffic to let them show that we're a coffee shop and not a restaurant first latte i ever had in my life was here nice i had the honey nut cheerio latte <laughs> no fucking idea what i was talking about but yeah. I, was, I was here for breakfast and i, I was just like honey nut the, hell, Take it. the hell is happening i was just like so he has, he has like a he had a, a cereal calendar like uh, yeah, on the side great. of him honey yeah. nut cheerios. i'm like all right it's not the crazy like friggin' not it's just like it's as close as you get to like what's what's normal yeah it was amazing yeah, like I, I drank mine. I drank my wife's. And you know what? It came from one. The cereal lattes came from a mobile coffee shop in North Carolina. I was biking up, and I, I it was about one o'clock. I was so tired. I pulled up to this shop, and in the South, a lot of times they have these boxes. It's just like a coffee shop. It's like a drive-through. It's like a little one-person shop, and they sold uh, fruity pebble lattes, and I had three of them because I needed sugar because I was yeah. so I was exhausted. I just needed sugar. I needed to pick me up. I had like 40 more miles left. Yeah. I chugged three fruity pebble lattes, and I remember awesome. I texted my partner. I'm like, yo, add this to the vision board. We're doing yeah. we're doing cereal lattes. You know, so like so here, like when you come here, like everything has a story. The, the, the decor, the color uh, template, uh, the food. You know, my chefs, I tell them all the time, listen, cook what the fuck you like. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not a cook, dude. I don't know. Just make it good. So, you know, what we do and the neighbors and going back to the original point of, of, of everything, like, I don't know. I'm not perfect. I don't know all the answers. I just hope people can realize that, like, I, there's truly effort coming from me. Like, yep. I, I, try, I work. I'm here as much as I can be. I have a few other projects on the way. I have ponchos and little silver, which I know you've been to. I appreciate yep, that. Yeah, that was great. Um, but I try to be here as much as I can. Um, and I think that's important, but it's like, you know, I hope that when you're here, maybe things aren't running 
at a hundred percent to where it's like everything's perfect, but you could see we don't, there's no one late, no one's standing around, no one's texting, everyone's running around. Like, we're doing our best to just figure shit out. Like, I'm doing my best. Like, even the town situation tomorrow, like, I'm gonna tell them, like, like, dude, I'll do whatever the fuck you guys want me to do. Yeah. Like, you know, put up no parking signs, I'll figure out a, a, a solution. But, you know, to yell at me and, and, and say this and that and, like, not know the full story, like, that's just where I get irritated. Yeah. It's like judging a book by its cover before you even, like, talk to me. And, like, you know, there's so much good that I can do, clearly, to a depleted part yeah. of the community. Yeah. yeah imagine totally. if you had some support. Imagine if you had, you know, just a little imagine bit of Imagine if I wasn't good. Like, <laughs> who, like you know what I'm saying? I tell yeah. them, I say, I say, okay, why are you guys complaining? Like, what if I, what if, like, I spend so much money making this place beautiful, like, the decorations outside. Right, yeah. Like, I want this place to be. Yeah. If you opened up this I, restaurant and it was trash, nobody would care. Yeah, nobody, nobody would care. care. They would go out of business. Yeah. They would go out of business. If, I lost, my, if yeah. I lost my entire savings, like, they'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. But, like. We yeah. told you. Yeah. We, yeah, we told exactly you. Exactly. You're a bad guy in a bad But now idea. it's like yeah. that I'm doing well. It's like, oh, I, I oh, I knew, knew he was doing good. I was like. Yeah. You told me some butter rolls and fucking two dollar coffee. Stale butter rolls. Good advice. Yeah. But I want I want people to, I want people to be proud of it. I want people like you like you said, you come in here, you're one of the first people in here, like you're like, fuck yeah, I found this shit. Like, I'm, I'm a day one. Like I, like you know, I want the neighbor to be like, yo, this place is a it's not an eyesore. It's not there's no junkyard, graveyard of refrigerators. It's, yep. it's beautiful. Yep. I'm fucking proud to have this in my neighborhood. And that's what I want for everything. It's like I'm not doing this for the money. If I was, then trust me, I'd be running this place a lot different. I wouldn't be spending a shitload of money on fake flowers I have to pay every three months. I'd be taking that money and putting it towards yeah. hopefully a G wagon or something like that. If anybody thinks he's skimping on like on like the product, you should see the size of the three no, inch yeah. thick pizza he brought out here yeah. to eat before we podcast. Yeah, like, I'm full from that one. His piece cameraman of pizza. almost dropped dead when he saw it. <laughs> no, oh, man, and, think, was... and things aren't easy now. Yeah, and and, and I th I really don't think people realize how hard the restaurant industry has right now as of late. Yeah, you know everything from oil pricing's tripled. Eggs are doubling next week. You know w our margins aren't the same. No. You know, people think like, oh, Robbie, like, you're crazy. You're selling $13 avocado. I'm like, dude, you realize avocado case is 75 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> when I opened Poncho, it was $38. Yeah. It's doubled. It's absurd. So it's I've, I actually like to do guacamole. We do a taco box for 75 bucks, cross-promoting. Eat Poncho, Little Silver, New Jersey. Yeah. How you doing? What's Best up? tacos in the Jersey Shore. Fresh, never frozen. <laughs> Little plug there. <laughs> Uh, I love it. But we do a taco box for 75 bucks. If some, if I sell a full guacamole, I actually lose money in the taco box. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, because it's it's printed on my menu. So now these new menus I'm printing for here and there are literally like prices subject to change on a daily basis yeah, because yeah. that's what's happening to us. Yeah. Black olives went up $12 last week. It's absurd. Black olives. It's like, absurd. Dude, who eats that many black olives? <laughs> I can tell you them. that it's not me. No. <laughs> I promise you We that, put no. them on one side. I go, I go, take the black olives off the fucking salad. <laughs> No, nobody wants them now. No one wants to complain about black that, olives. No more complaining about black olives yeah, at Almost Home or anywhere else. That's the craziness <laughs> we're in nowadays, dude. It's like fryer oil. It's everything is up 20 to 30%. So, you know, what you guys do for the local community and, and why we're doing this podcast, you know, by you eating local and getting away from corporate America, which, listen, at some point, corporate America is affecting so many locally. I, you, I want, I get that. People need to stay in business. People have jobs. I get it, whatever. Yeah. But by you actually going the, 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 the next step and really supporting local and going to your local baker or butcher or coffee shop or this or that, 
and and not complaining about the prices is not like these people's pricing isn't to make their pockets deeper. Yeah. It's to pay salary employees the price that they think they deserve, to pay our dishwasher, to pay our employees, to make sure the farms that we have. Like, if I get questioned, now I have to go to attack my farmer. Hey, listen, dude, you got to give me $5 cheaper. And, like, I don't want to do that. Right. They have kids to pay for college. They have shit they got. They got a water bill to pay. So it's a huge, like... It's a huge domino effect of when you question me, I have, it's, and it's like, I don't haggle my farmers. If a, if a guy tells me it's this price, I'm going to say, dude, no problem. I'll take 10 cases of it. I'm not going to look at him like, dude, can you give me 20 bucks off? Like, who am I? I don't know what that 20 bucks means to him. Right. So, you know, we think here we do a fair job of giving a quality experience, quality food with a quality group of people that really care about the customer that come in, you see them smiling. Are they all perfect? Do they have bad days? Yes. It's not, you know, we're yeah. not fucking perfect here. But. Well, I mean, listen, we couldn't agree more with that sentiment. That's why we are going to continue to come here a lot. Yes. And, uh, I mean, you know, listen, I think that's a perfect place to to, to wrap up. And you, the, the stories, I mean, we're going to do another one of these. Yeah, there's, for you're sure. not getting away with like, one of these. This is yeah, nonsense. but I, loved, I absolutely so loved hearing the story and the journey. I didn't know about the bike ride. Like, that's awesome, that's man. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad things are, are, are moving along. We're very happy to hear about it, man. This was an awesome conversation and a great time. Anything else you want to just, like, plug real quick? No, just, got, yeah. We we'll, talked about the we'll, coffee shop. And no, we'll plug, like. we'll plug real quick. Yeah, I got so, uh, you know, me and my partner, you know, our goal right now is uh, two more minutes. So, basically, Almost Home and Poncho, what we do is we're hyper-local. So, 90% of our menu is all sourced from local farms and, and products and family-owned, independently-owned spots. So, what we are trying to do by next summer is 100% our menu is all found within New Jersey. So, that means breads. We source everything we can from New Jersey people. Um, all of our produce, all of our meats, all of our eggs, everything we can. Um, and I think that's the future of where we need to go in, in, awesome. in the system. Um, we want to showcase that Jersey has the best uh, uh, food and produce and everything available that it can supply Hell any yeah. type of cuisine. Um, and, 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 and truly, you know, go back to the basics. You know, simplicity is key. Yeah. Uh, the best Eaten meal is the one with the least, least ingredients. That's right. Um, it's just showcasing what's fresh and what's in style. Uh, at Almost Home General, at Eat.Poncho, at Robert Duran. Um, I got two ponchos, one a little silver. Colts next opening up April 15th. Uh, Almost Home General, 276 Sunnyside Road. We got Seabright opening up May 9th, a bakery by next year. And then, fuck it, Jersey City, uh, March of 2023. Hell yeah, man. I can't wait. And, uh, That's from a, the only reason I might go to Jersey. I know, City. right? <laughs> from a uh, from a local fix perspective, um, sweep the shore is coming back on April twenty third. Keep me honest, Chris. Yep, yeah. April twenty third will be in Belmar. Uh, after party, as we always do, TBD at the moment, but the actual cleaning of the beach in Belmar will be happening at 9 a.m. Uh, so go to NJ Local Fix on Instagram or the localfixfoundation.com for more information. Uh, had an awesome time tonight. Dude, Thanks for the nice. food. I apologize for the great. delay in doing this. No, no, no dude, no. man. It Listen, was so, we get it. Well it's worth a, the wait. We're going to do a well lot more. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Appreciate you taking the time. Rob, thank you. Much nice, appreciated. You. Uh, I'm Matt. Wow. Absolute pleasure. Chris. And thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> We'll